Before we jump into today's episode, we would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders, past, present and future and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Now let's jump into the episode. So yeah, I just wonder how many parents do that and then also if they have that, you know, that thing come to mind where they're like, hmm, should I be doing this right now? Is that even legal? Is it okay to do this, you know? Yeah, I can't believe I just admitted that on this podcast. Hello and welcome to Mother Unrefined. A podcast brought to you by two old friends and ex-business partners who have reignited their flame over motherhood. I'm Jess Frank. And I'm Nicholas Scrooby. And and we're we're your hosts. The aim of this podcast is to make every woman who listens feel less alone on her journey to and through motherhood, however that may look. Quick disclaimer before we jump into today's episode, we won't be watching our language. Hello, hello. How are you going, Nicola? I'm doing well, Jess. It's been a week. It's been a week. I think it is. It's been a week for both of us. <laughs> How are you going? I feel like I have a bit of amnesia on my week. So you go first. You tell us about your week. I'm actually weirdly feeling positive about mine. I'm feeling positive today. But yeah, I, was just, I wasn't actually not positive over the week. I was just a bit anxious, but I'll, I'll, um, I'll let you in on why. So on Saturday, I was making a birthday cake for one of my friends. I actually mm-hmm. volunteered because I'm obsessed with making birthday cakes at the moment. Yeah, and though, can I just yeah. interject here because you sent me a photo of this cake. Like I'm only ever going to come to you to make cakes now. <laughs> you put 110% in that cake. I made a packet brownie mix the other day and I was like, I did some baking. So <laughs> your cakes are like next level. There's something therapeutic about it. I mean mm-hmm. – I don't know what it tastes. I, I I feel like I still need to nail the actual recipe of the the, the flavor. The okay, flavor. I'm I sure it's amazing. Easy. I know, I know, but you know what I mean. Um, but I'm still nailing it. It's only my second cake, and I just am so excited to have you know years ahead of me making birthday cakes for kids. Yeah, it's just something That's, I never thought I'd be keen on. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm still not keen on it for myself. But, so you'll be doing mine. Yeah, but have you ever been jealous of those mums? Because I've always been jealous. I've never been a baker. Like I'm, and mm. I think we're both the same. We'll make mm. a savory meal. Yeah. You never follow, you know, a recipe. It's just like throw in whatever. Yeah. And it always turns out well. But if you bake, you have to do yeah. everything by the gram. Like you can't yeah. just. I can't do that. So anyway, I ate my cake on Saturday, and anyway, I was on this high, and then suddenly I sort of looked at Leo, and he was just really, really tired, a lot earlier than his usual nap time. So he was. Yeah. Just like laying on the ground next to the vacuum cleaner, but not actually doing anything. And I was like, oh, he must just be tired and want to go to sleep early. Like we're talking two hours earlier. So I thought I'll put him to sleep, um, put him to sleep upstairs. And then half an hour later, he woke up, which is very rare for him because usually he'll sleep forever during the day. Anyway, woke him up. Well, he, he woke up, sorry. And I checked his temperature in terms of just like put my hand to his head. And it was so hot to touch. Like I'm talking... It was this dry heat. It was like touching an oven. It was so hot. And um, and I had a mini freak out because I realized I'd never really take his temperature. I don't even know where my thermometer was. And I really just wanted to know what his temp was. Anyway, I ended up getting a thermometer from the neighbor just because I yeah wanted to check. 
and it was 39.4 and he was super um just really drowsy and like I was talking to him and his eyes were really glazed and yeah just very scary yeah well I I think with Leo he's never really and I'm so fortunate but he's never been really really sick like I've never experienced even a high, high temp. Like I think when he had COVID, he had a high temp for a day, but it wasn't even 39.4. It was like 38. Yeah. Um, and so to me, 39.4 was a bit of like an alarm bell. And because he had no other symptoms, like he didn't have a cough, he didn't have a runny nose, he didn't have anything, I was thinking, what is the cause of this high temp? And I called Mitch and he called me back and I sort of he'd know, like – you guys, I think I've told you before, when I panic about health or anything like that, I just go into this mode where you just can't even communicate with me properly. I'm just, mm-hmm. I just get so anxious that something bad is going to happen. Anyway, Mitch just knew my, me in an emergency. He also knew that that temperature was super high and was like, Nick, just take him to the emergency. Like, yeah, just do it. In my head, I just had this, I had just had that mother's intuition where that just wasn't going to cut it. I wasn't just going to sit there and wait for him to have like a febrile convulsion or whatever yeah. the hell they are. Scary. Yeah. yeah. So I took him straight to the hospital. I actually asked my sister to drive me because I wanted to stay in the back seat with Leo. And then she dropped me there, went out, and they literally took me straight through. Like they took oh, his temperature. Amazing. And we're like, yep, go straight through. And I was thinking, what the hell? Because there are all these people waiting. Yeah, um, but he's so so young. Yeah, maybe. But also he did have this, um, it was sort of like a rash slash bruisey looking oh thing God. that had popped up on his back. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Yeah, no, so that was my main red flag as well. I was like, okay, so yeah. that and that. Um, and so I think that was the main probably red flag where they were like, go straight through right now. Mm. <laughs> Uh, anyway, he ended up being fine and it was all good, but I actually just wanted to say that this on the podcast, because I just, I'm a hundred percent about mother's intuition. And I just think you should always go to the hospital if you're unsure. Cause you're gonna, I, I do not regret going, even though we left. And to be honest, like he obviously was just fighting off a viral infection and his immune system was working properly, which is great. Yeah, but imagine if it was something worse. That's what like, I mean. I'd never forgive yeah, myself for just exactly. being like, oh, okay. Yeah, you know? we've been in this situation with Tills, and I'm I'm really bad in um, emergency situations as well. I just started crying. And but did you luckily, have Matt there with you? Luckily, Matt was home with me. Um, yeah. It was a weekend. I mean, he works from home anyway, but it was a weekend. She was only one, mm. and she started vomiting everywhere. And then we put her in the bath, and then she just kind of like went floppy and passed out. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was so scary. Her eyes are rolling back. I mean, I just yeah, I just lost it, burst out crying. Matt was the one who was like super in control. Um, that, but ever since then, any like Tilly gets really high temperatures fairly often, so we're mm. pretty good with monitoring it now. But like um, ever since then, my response in emergency situations have been better. But that first time, it was really bad. Yeah. But um, so also do you want to talk about the nurse situation or not really? Oh, yes. Go Mitch. on. Have a bitch. Have a, this is your vent. <laughs> Mitch oh. is going to roll his eyes. So we we were at the hospital and then um, obviously he was a little bit sick and he hadn't, he'd had some water. He was actually really good. He'd eaten a little bit of a muesli bar and he'd had some water. Mm-hmm. But the nurses came in and they were like, oh, do you want something from the fridge? Like, do you want some ice cream? We've got ice blocks. We've got yogurts. And he was like, ice cream. Oh. And so I was like. Yeah, whatever, like, you know, ice cream, that's fine. So he had some ice cream and then 
they were like, oh, do you want an ice block? Okay, yep. Okay, right. most unnatural yeah. colour yeah. around. But it's not like, okay, I know that I'm being this bloody nutrition person, but you there are so many better options than like a blue ice block in terms of like you can just get natural colours now. You don't need like the. Can they also just have a hydrolyte? Like a exactly, like, like yeah. just some hydrolite or like, yeah. um, and then it was like, instead of yogurt, no, there wasn't yogurt, it was custard. And I was like, well, oh. you just have like, I don't know. Or even just going to be up till 4am, like buzzed from <sighs> all this shit. Anyway. And also, I don't really understand giving the dairy products to a kid who's sick. Yeah, look, I understand just getting any calories into a kid who's not eating. Like if yeah. they're dehydrated, I'm assuming, like, you know, all those foods there are, high, you know, they've got fluid in them. So kids love anything cold. So they're just, you know, they're not going to put yeah, something yeah. healthy there and the kid's going to be like, no, I don't want it. And then it's yeah, going to risk them not having it. But I also think there should be alternatives where it's like some healthy alternatives. And the only reason I'm super passionate about this is there is a backstory. I used to do the PR for this healthy vending machine and it Oh, took- my God, I remember yes. this. Yes. Oh, my God, blast from the past. Yeah. I remember getting my lunch from here. It was oh, my God, most- it was the best. There was the most amazing healthy vending machine and it had like all these whole foods. They restocked every day. Um, and we would try and get it into these hospitals. And we did actually get it into a few hospitals. But the process was so hard. There was so much red tape surrounding healthy stars. Um, it was just, I, I'm sorry, but it was bullshit. Like they yeah. will 100% get Coke in there straight away. But if it's a healthy vending machine, it has to go through all these, this process. And some hospitals wouldn't even accept it. And so it just, I think having all that in my head already, like knowing how hard it was to get it in and because I was in meetings when they were trying to get it into the hospital with like the head of whatever it was. And it just made me really like kind of angry. Angry. Um, Anyway, they were also there helping my son, so I can't complain. But there was this one nurse that came around and she she said, oh, do you want another ice cream, Leo? Like talking to him. And I was like, oh, he's actually okay now because he'd had so much. Like he'd had one of everything. Yeah. And I'm like, I also don't want him to vomit, you know what I mean? Like he doesn't yeah. really eat this much, so he's probably going to like be sick as well. I'd, and I'd be sick from that much. Yeah, and she goes, oh, just so you know, when my son needs something, um, when my son's sick, I give him whatever he wants. Like it doesn't matter that he's eating sugar. He should just have whatever. And I'm like, oh, cool. Fuck off. Like, like what makes you feel the need to come and say that to me when I'm sitting in a hospital? What a dickhead. say that to me when I'm sitting there, like, already feeling guilty about just everything being a mom. You know what I mean? Like, and then that made me feel guilty. Let me ask a question. Mm. This is going to be awful because I'm going to sound really ageist, but what age bracket did she sit in? No, that's the thing, Jess. She was actually quite young. She was probably, like, 30. Oh, okay. I don't know. Whatever. Just, like, like, just you don't need to guilt a mother when they're in the hospital with their kid. They're going through enough. Um, anyway, sorry, I just had to have that. Rant. All good, all good. Hey, yeah, tell me about your week. Oh yeah, my week was fine. Um, I had a bit of gastro. Had an obstetrician appointment. Um, what else? What else? What else? I don't know. I just had like a nice week with Matilda. We did have a bit of gastro, so it was kind of like indoors. She, I, I kept saying like, "Do you want to go out?" She's like, "It's home's turn," and I was like, "Okay, it's home's turn." We stayed Love home. That. I know, so so cute. Um, We've been doing lots of toilet training, which has been good. We've had a couple of accidents. Um, She kind of 
it's really cute. Like she, I mean, it's not that cute, but <laughs> she um kind of tells me she needs to wee, but like as she needs to wee, like mm. she doesn't quite understand that it's like it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. So well, she let's. I mean, need to wee, and I'll be like, but I can see it down your leg now. Well, let's talk about this toilet training because this has been something which Mitch and I have been trying to enforce recently because he's sort of given us the signs for a while and as soon as we started to enforce it, he regressed entirely. So now we're just at this standstill where we're like, okay, we sort of want a toilet training before the new baby, but is that possible? And, you know, so how did you start? Did you start in a particular way or you just, no? She, yeah, we started, we just bought the potty and stuff. We kind of bought the potty after we had that chat with. um, Mandy. With Mandy, yeah. So she never liked the little potty. She only likes using the toilet. So we just have that little seat on the toilet that she takes on and off. Um, And she only likes to do wees in the toilet. Poos are Mm -hmm. just for the nappy only. Yeah, that's Uh, kind of Leo. Yeah. Um, she no longer wheezes in the bath. She always says now, no wheeze in the bath. She always goes to the toilet before she has a bath now. Mm-hmm. Um, and she did ask me to buy her some knickers. Yeah. So we went and bought her some knickers. And basically every afternoon when she's home from three o'clock onwards, it's like three till bedtime is knickers. Okay, cool. Yeah. And, and then had we've had accidents. Yeah. Or? I mean, we have had accidents. Um, one on the couch, one on the carpet, and one on the slide when I forgot to, when she actually did pee herself a little bit, I put her knickers in the wash and then she ran outside and, like, peed down the slide and then went for a slide down the slide. (laughs) Mm. It was foul, but I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Um, Yeah, I mean, like, I think she kind of likes that. She gets really excited. Yeah. And she loves washing her hands afterwards. She just was like. Soap, wash hands, wash hands. Like she just loves it. Yeah. Well, I've just I actually need to go and buy some underpants for Leo. I did you go with her to buy them? Like did she choose them or you just bought no, them? No, I went and bought them. She's really into my little pony at the moment, so I just bought ones with unicorns and shit on them. Okay, all right. Maybe I will just go and buy some for him. Um and It's cute. Yeah. I think if you just do a couple of hours a day, we accident we accidentally um uh, she's been going through a bit of a skipping the nap phase and she fell asleep on the couch at like four, which has never happened. And mm. I forgot that she had just her undies on. Um, I know, but actually we were so lucky. She didn't wee at all. Well, that's pretty lucky. Yeah, Lucky. But if, yeah, if you just do like a couple of hours each day, I think like she asks for it now. Yeah. So we, he used to always tell me when he was doing a wee and things like that. And then um, last night is just coincidentally that I decided from around, I think it was about four o'clock, I said, okay, can we not wear a nappy? Do you want to not wear a nappy for the rest of the afternoon? And you just tell me when you go to the toilet and he agreed. Yeah. And so he put his pants back on. I didn't have any underpants. So literally it was just free balling. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but I had to keep, I kept on saying every half an hour, oh, do you need to do a wee yet? Do you, and he would say no, blah, blah, blah. And he didn't end up having an accident. And then he he always does do a wee before the bath. Mitch makes yeah. him do a wee in the toilet. Um, but Leo is also very, with, with his pooing, he's very private. So he likes Same. to go into Tells. like a separate room with no one there. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, okay, I need to capitalise on this. Like, Leo, you have a whole bathroom. I can get you a book. You can sit there by yourself. <laughs> so true. And he's just not keen. So yeah. I feel like It's so scary for them. Like, yeah. I'm just going to let her do that. I'm just letting her 
toilet train in her own time, really. Yeah, I know. Well, this is the thing. That's what Mitch and I are like, yeah, let's just let it like keep on, you know, being super relaxed. And now we're like, okay, this is not progressing at all. <laughs> like, But that's okay. Like he's two and a half, whatever. I know. I know. But all of his friends are toilet trained. Oh, who cares? If I was going on milestones, like I would be so depressed. Matilda takes an extra six months to every other kid at the moment. Mm-hmm. Kind of has since she was one. Well, so, like, you cannot. She's beating Leo with uh, toilet training, that's for sure. Yeah, she's also six months older. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I always forget. I always yeah. forget. Or three or four months older. No, they're she's. only three months, yeah. yeah. Um, but still, like, there's just do not judge. Like, yeah. go with Mandy's thing. You know, you go at your own pace. That's what I always about. Tell myself. Yeah. That's what I was yeah. telling myself I'm beating myself up about it. And I think we should tell the listeners, well, what we'll do is we'll link the episode where we talk about toilet training. Yeah. It actually made me feel so much better. And Same. I loved it. Relaxed. Yeah. Oh, God. I wish Mandy, you were like, she's like part of my family, you know? I was yeah. like, like, spoken to her twice, but like, love her so much. <laughs> yeah. Love her. And because she's been, is she, she's got three children, doesn't three she? Three girls. Yeah. 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 She knows her shit. Um, hey, I really want to quickly talk about something that's been in the spotlight lately. Mm. Um, this Madeline McCann thing. Oh, yes. I think it's so interesting. I'm kind of invested. Okay, so do we want to tell the listeners for those that don't read I mean, the news? If, like if you're living under a rock, like surely people know. Okay, obviously everyone knows about Madeline McCann, right, the girl that we're missing in Portugal. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't actually know how long ago it was that she went missing though. Oh, actually it was 2007. Whoa, 2007. Yeah. So it was a long time ago. A long time so ago. If she was alive, she'd be 19. Right. Okay. So this girl is claiming to be, I think she's Polish. Polish? She's, yeah. She's claiming to be Madeleine McCann. Um, she now has 1.1 million followers mm-hmm. on Instagram. Personally, to me, it's not her. She, this is a girl that has mental health issues. Yeah, so the thing that she's claiming is similar is that apparently Madeleine McCann had this eye defect and this uh, Polish woman whose name is Julia thinks that she has a similar eye defect. So she's like posting photos and the parents, um, Kate and Jerry, I think, I think yeah, it's they are actually wanting to do a DNA test, aren't they? Like it heard, they've like agreed her. to the yeah they've agreed to the DNA test, but I feel like they agreed like a week ago, you know. And like, the, how long does it take to do a DNA test? Like, why is it still out in the open? Mm. Like they should have a it, like if you'd think it would just be super super like get it done. But also one other thing which I've seen in a couple of articles is that this woman has a spokesperson, like a representative, who speaks on her behalf. This this the young girl. Julia, Julia girl who says she's Madeline McCann. Yeah. And they're referring to this person as a psychic medium and private investigator. Yes. Oh my god, crack up. So like well, not a crack up, I shouldn't say that, but this whole thing is so messed up. So like this woman, this psychic medium, like ten years ago or something, claimed that this would happen. What? Or something like that. Okay, we need to do more investigation okay. about that point point because I'm now so intrigued to look up I'm that. So part. intrigued, I know. But, but like, I how awful for the parents for this to be like dredged up again. I mean, I'm sure they think of it every single day, and something Not like course, this, but like, you would 
clutch at straight away. Like I would be 100% wanting it to be Madeline. Like that would be amazing. But at the same time, you probably wouldn't want the disappointment of the negative test, you know. So yeah, there is no way you wouldn't ask for the DNA test. Um, So I definitely personally would, even though I look at those two photos of them side by side and I think that is definitely not Madeline McCann. Not the same person. Madeline McCann. There was a lot of issues when it all came out that like maybe the parents knew more. Mm, I definitely don't think they did. I've watched. Have you watched some documentaries? Um, oh, a long time ago. I just don't think they did, but I I actually wanted to touch on the subject of because uh, they were in, when it happened, weren't they staying with friends and they put Madeline, was it, to sleep in their yeah, so, hotel? Yeah, so they were all downstairs at the hotel. From memory, they were all downstairs at the hotel, at the hotel bar, mm. and the kids were all sleeping the kids were all sleeping in the same room, I thought. Yeah, or maybe she was in a separate room but not maybe. far from the other two. Or was yeah. there two? Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah. But, like, this is how we were all raised. We Like, all of our parents did this. Yeah, but it, it's definitely because I don't know if you've ever done this and I feel weird saying it, but I've been tempted to. Mitch and I were tempted to once when we stayed at a hotel and the bar was one floor up. Mm-hmm. And you know when you're staying in a hotel and then you've got like a baby, there's nowhere really you can do you can go unless it's like a huge hotel room. Yeah. So you just sit there in the dark after the baby's gone to sleep and you're like, cool, we can't even watch TV because we'll probably wake the, the kid up. Yeah. So our thoughts were like, okay, what if we put a camera in there and then go to the bar and leave him in the hotel room? Anyway, we didn't end up doing it because we were just, I, I personally think of Madeline McCann. Madeline McCann. Like, right away. Yeah, it's a scary, scary thing. I have done it. Yeah, okay, so I don't know if any other parent ever has done that. And I just. um, I have because the hotel room was so small until he was going to bed at like 6.30. Yeah. And so what, you went upstairs to the. Well, we went to get a babysitter. I'm like, where the flip is the babysitter going to sit? Matilda's not going to sleep if there's a stranger sitting there staring at her. That was what my dilemma was. I was like, yeah, a babysitter, she's going to be sitting in the dark, like. Yeah. Not even able to watch TV. It's just going to be weird in white noise. Yeah. Depressing. I know. So, yeah, I just wonder how many parents do that and then also if they have that, you know, that thing come to mind where they're like, hmm, should I be doing this right now? Is that even legal? Is it okay to do this, you know? Yeah, I can't believe I just admitted that on this podcast. No, yeah. um, you know what, I actually have friends who've done it and I'm, I've been so close to doing it. And Mitch, the only reason we did it was like because we were just going to put our camera in there which we thought made us feel better but at the same stage you don't sit there looking at a camera the whole time do you i did i bloody did okay. <laughs> okay segue here guys unfortunately jess's microphone was inaudible for the rest of this podcast so it is just me talking to myself so what i thought i'd do is revisit the topics that we visited in this podcast next week and share what what you've missed Really sorry about that, guys. Just an audio glitch. But basically, we spoke all about de-influencing again because that was so popular on our previous podcast. And you guys actually wrote in on our Instagram and told all of the products that you'd been influenced to buy by an influencer or even just someone that you know and you hated the product. So we're actually going to share those products on the podcast because it was actually quite 
funny and we could relate to a lot of them. So we will share that in next week's episode. But once again, we're really sorry. This one's super short. It was just a technical issue and we will see you in next week's episode. Jess isn't here to tell you the usual spiel about rating or reviewing us. So I'm going to do it. Please rate or review us um, on whatever platform you are listening. It really helps our podcast and we really, really appreciate it. So have a great week and we will see you in next week's episode. Bye.